it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Pat. Thank you for being here. If you subscribe to the Patreon, number one, you could see me and my headband looking ridiculous. And number two, you got a bonus. You got about a seven minute or so bonus, seven, eight minutes, whatever it was. A little thing that I, uh, I spouted off about before the show today. But if you're not, that's fine too. I have no problem with that. Uh, a program note for today. This was supposed to be the double identity interview episode, but um, I screwed up sending the file over because I, you know, we wanted to, we're having tech issues. It's my fault. And uh, I'm going to try to do that for you next week. All right. So today we do a real show. Yeah. So I'm pretty bummed out that I screwed that up. But anyway, on the menu for today, we have uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. He's not on the show. I know I set that up in a weird way. He wants to start a wrestling company. We're going to talk about it. Um, I started playing The Bourne Conspiracy, a video game, and I watched a movie that I think is somewhat related. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and also, I put this up on the website about people complaining that we're going back to cable, and I'm here to tell you it's not true. Basically, I want to talk about it because I keep seeing the same things, and it bothers me. So yes, Pat, do you need to say it even though you wrote about it? Yeah, apparently, I do. All right? So there you go. No time for all the sports today. So we're not going to dive into any of that. I hope that my teams win and your teams that I don't like lose. So there you go with that. Uh, <laughs> that's what's coming up on this show today. But before we get there, we've got a song from our new friends. In case we crash, uh, I found this band because someone I follow liked a tweet of theirs that said, uh, what was it? Garlic bread slaps. That's the tweet. Something like that. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, and I was like, yep, this one speaks to me. I love garlic bread. And then I thought, hey, let's check this band out. I listened and said, this is great. So based on a tweet about garlic bread, I reached out to this band about playing their music on the show. And they said, yes, of course. And uh, so that's what we're doing today. All right. So in case we crash, it's spelled exactly how I think it is. Although in case is one word. I should have asked them what the deal was there. I don't know. But uh, in case we crash.com is where you can find more from them. Follow them on the social places. That'll all be in the show notes, as it always is. So we're going to do, let's see, what song are we doing? We're going to do, yeah, okay, we got one. So their Facebook uh, little bio, little snippet thing says this. So I'll uh, throw this out there. Unapologetic pop punk from Toronto and New York. So there you go. That's I feel like that's something they would want me to mention, right? Awesome. I did ask them what I should say, and they didn't get back to me. Uh, I guess it's my fault for asking today, not yesterday. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is from our new friends in case we crash it's found a home back in a bit Listen. i've had dreams where all my teeth fall out and i'm nothing but gum I have fears now that I'll die young Before I've had any fun I have a feeling that I'll fall asleep And never wake up again 
There you have it, our new friends, in case we crash. That song is called Found a Home. It's the Melting Path. Thank you so much to our dear friends. And get them some garlic bread, goddammit, because it does slap. It really does. There you go, <laughs> in case we crash.com for more from them. Yes! Got that one. Felt good about that one. In case we crash. Found a home in case you crash.com for more from them. My thanks to the band for that big fan. Love it. So there you go. I almost went to end the show because for so long, the song came at the end of the show. And now I decided uh, I'm going to try to do that going forward because Chris Fox from Ruby Bones suggested it when we had our conversation a year ago that I should put the song first and be like, hey, you're directing people who are fans of the band. Why not put that first? And you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. So I don't know. We'll see. I kind of go back and forth with it, but we're going to, we'll see. We'll try it for the next few shows and, uh, and we'll see what happens. If you don't like it, we'll go back to the beginning or back to the other thing and we'll see if that works out. But I thought it would be a good idea. I don't know. I feel like it would work out and it would be better. No. All right. So there you go. In case we crash, thank you so much uh, for, <laughs> for giving me the okay. All right. On with the rest of the show. I saw this come up the other day. Where did I find it? Well, I saw it on Twitter. I don't know who sent it out. Or he was, I think uh, it was from a podcast. And I didn't write down which one it was because I'm not good at my thing. Uh, but anyway, Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, the actor. Yes, that one. Uh, he wants to start a wrestling company. And I like this because he's a fan of the industry. He's a fan of the product. He likes wrestling is what I'm trying to say. So that's a good start. Like it's It's always good when someone who enjoys a thing starts a company in that industry, right? You know, when you have somebody who just has a lot of money and maybe who isn't a wrestling fan at all, started a company, you'd be like, well, it's great because you have money to, you know, put on production and and hire people and put on good shows or whatever. But are you really going to put on a good show if you don't like the product and don't know, you know, what the fans are into and what they're not into, right? Maybe? No? All right. Anyway, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. also used to work in creative for WWE. So that's good. I mean, maybe it was or wasn't the experience. Maybe he didn't enjoy it that much. I don't know. But it's good because now he knows kind of how it works behind the scenes. So that's helpful. That's what I mean to say. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I think the experience of that is helpful 
And so that should work. So he plans to start in 18 months and he wants a two hour show. Um, I think a weekly wrestling show, especially with a new company should be, well, actually I've said this for years, that weekly wrestling show should be an hour like raw SmackDown, NXT, um, dynamite rampage. They should be an hour and then maybe do a special once every couple months or whatever, where you do two hours and then the pay-per-views are three. And then that should be that, right? That's me. That's my thinking there because you can have too much, right? You can oversaturate with all your TV and all the, all the time you're putting in. There can be, it can be overkill. So I don't know. I mean, the two hour show, it'll be fine probably generally, but that's me. It's my personal opinion there is that I think uh, wrestling shows, if they're on every week, should be an hour because, you know, get to it, right? And then that lets you kind of cycle guys in and out, guys and girls in and out and not have them on TV doing some stuff every week where you don't have to do that. You can space things out and let things build and uh, and tell better stories. So there you go. He also says he wants storylines based in reality, which is a nice idea. Um, it can be tricky to pull off, but, you know, we shall see. That's kind of a, it's also kind of like a vague, open-ended thing of what exactly that means. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. He thinks this I do like. He wants men and women given equal time on the show, which is great because they're part of the company, same as everybody else. So why shouldn't everybody who is with the company get the same amount of time to get over with the crowd and uh, and get their get their stuff showcased, right? I like it a lot. That's good. Uh, he wants to own the space where the show is filmed. That's perfect because like you don't need to tour. I mean, okay, if you want to go, you know, if you want to be like huge, like a number three, I guess, then yes, you should tour. But Impact Wrestling has been around for so long. And for a lot of that time, they didn't tour at all. Like they ran out of a soundstage in Orlando and they kept getting TV deals. They kept staying on and they just kept flourishing and, and hanging around. So you don't need to tour. I mean, touring would be great for all the people getting uh, get in front of other crowds and all that. But, you know, if you're just starting, you don't want to spend all that money just yet. You don't have to. So I like it. You want to own this space. You don't have to worry about rentals or someone else using it. When you're trying to use it, I like that idea a lot. Um, he did say there's no TV contract yet and that he wanted to be a SAG show. So Screen Actors Guild, which I love because if you don't know, pro wrestlers are independent contractors officially. So they don't have things like health insurance. But if you're part of the Screen Actors Guild, then you get those benefits, that health insurance, basically. And I'm not going to pretend to know what is all in the, uh, the SAG package, but I have to imagine there is more of a uh, more of a safety net for a SAG actor than a pro wrestler. Let me just put it that way. So, um, yeah. So, oh, did I say he has the money for a three-year plan? So who knows if that's all he wants to do? Like if he just wants to run it for three years and see what happens? I don't know. I just got the, uh, the bullet points here from Twitter. So I didn't have time to listen to the thing yet. But anyway, uh, he plans to start it in a year and a half. So who knows? Year and a half, uh, this could get off the ground and maybe I'll have him on the show. Oh, that'd be sick. If I could have Freddie Prince Jr. on the show talking about wrestling, that'd be so much fun. Oh, man. Can we book that? Can we book him now? We should probably just book him now. Get him on here. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, I like this idea. Again, a guy who's a fan of the industry and who's worked in the industry, too. That's kind of what you want. Like, you want to have somebody who's been in it and knows at least some of the inner workings of what's going on to be behind it. So I think that's pretty good. So we shall see. I'll keep you posted as best I can about what's going on there. Uh, what else you be doing, Pat? Well, 
I started playing a video game called The Bourne Conspiracy. Now, you know I love Jason Bourne, the universe, the books, the movies, all that. And uh, I played the game a few years ago, and then something happened. I don't know, I moved, or we had a kid, or something. Whatever happened, happened, and I didn't have time. And now, uh, on some breaks, I've been getting into it, and uh, I like it a lot. I'm not that far into the game yet, but I really like it. It's very challenging, which is good. Challenging in a good way. It's not challenging like the Super NES Lion King game was where it's impossible. It's challenging where it's like, oh, like, oh, I died in the middle of this. Now I got to figure out how to do it. And then you work your way around. So I like that part of it. I am at the part in the game. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to try not to anyway. But there's a scene in a movie, in the movie, in the first movie, The Born Identity, where he's in his apartment in Paris with Marie. He's gone there for the first time. He is trying to figure out who he is. So he's looking at all his passports with all the aliases on them. And the first one that comes up, uh, I can't remember what the name is. I know I should, but my brain turned to mush when my son was born. So there you go. <laughs> so he opens up the first one, the first passport, like this uh, extra passport that he has for his other identity. And then you like the game kind of zooms in on it. And then you start playing as that alias, like as that person that born is supposed to be. And I think that's really cool because there are several identities that he has gone under. And so I hope that I get to play through all of them. So I'll let you know. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh, but it plays a lot like the 007 game Quantum of Solace that came out in whatever year that was, 2008, 2009. I forget, which is a good thing because I really like that game a lot. And the the physics and stuff seem similar. So I'm into it. I like it. It's a good time so far. And also the other night on TV, we watched the movie Bloodshot. Well, when I say watched it, it was on TV when we were, you know, we were doing kid stuff, right? We're just hanging out with a kid. We put it on TV. Uh, I watched, I mean, I tried to watch it because it seems interesting. And it's Vin Diesel. He's got superpowers, kind of. Like the, he's brought back to Brack from the Dead, essentially, by the military. And he's like a weapon. And I thought, man, he and Jason Bourne might be able to be a tag team. Like, I know that Bourne is kind of based more in reality than that was. And please don't spoil Bloodshot. I do want to watch it eventually. But I think they could be a tag team, right? You're a government pet project and you figure out who you are and, you know, things blow up and car chases and whatnot. I think it could really work out. Maybe? No? All right. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to, really. Uh, you know, kid stuff, doing other stuff, doing work stuff, back to normal at work and uh, playing games on breaks. So that is what's happening over here. And uh, what happened the other day, I put this up the other day on the website. Just because it was something, yeah, we're rolling right there. I got stuff to do, man, and Will Man, and Thades. Thades, I saw, Jill told me that one the other day. Like, hey, men and women, and Thades, I think that's really cool. Does that work? No? All right. So I put this up on the website the other day because I thought, like, I kept seeing this argument online about streaming services and how, oh, we're just going back to cable. Like, you're going to have to buy all these things in a package to watch all the channels you want, which I guess is kind of true. However, comma, we are not going back to the old way, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you do not have to wait hours on end for somebody to come to your house and poke around and install this thing and run all these wires and do all this stuff. And then once they're all done, they have to explain it, how to run your system, how to set up all your gadgets and whatnot, and use all your five remotes, because you have five remotes now, because you have all these gadgets and whatnot. So like we don't have that anymore. Like nobody, like if you just have to sign up for Disney Plus and Hulu and well, Hulu and Disney are in a bundle. So maybe it's a bad example, but let's say Netflix and Disney and uh, HBO Max 
if you've got to sign up for all those, like, yeah, that's kind of, you know, every network, every channel has exclusives and that's, it's been that way for decades. That's not a new thing. The new thing is they are now putting them behind a paywall, charging you a premium because they're making other shows or you can have them without ads or uncensored or whatever. Um, although I will say watching Jackass on Paramount plus it's almost funnier that it is censored, but anyway, all right. Uh, so having all these options does not mean we're going back to cable. You know, could we see more streaming service bundles where, you know, like Disney, ESPN, and Hulu are like, you can get all those services for a bundle, right? Which I do. But are we going to get to a point where, oh, if you want to have Netflix, you have to pay like 50 bucks a month to also get Discovery Plus and Apple TV or whatever, right? Are we going to have that where you need to get a certain package or not even need to, because you don't have to get any of these really, but you know, are we going to get to a point where in order to have one service, you got to bundle with another? Probably. You know, we kind of already are there a little bit, but I don't know that A, that's a bad thing. And B, well, I totally do know this. We are not back to normal. We're not back to normal. Um, so many COVID things going on. Back to normal is the big phrase, right? But we are not going back to traditional cable because nobody has to come to your house. You just sign up on your phone or on your computer or through your TV or whatever you do. You do it on your own. No wires, no setups. The only wires you might need are like a Roku or a, like a Fire Stick or a, what is it, a Chrome, whatever the Chrome one is. Somebody knows and will tell me. You know, having all these options where like, oh, if I want to watch Ozark, I got to have Netflix. And if I want to watch, uh, you know, Halo, I got to get Paramount Plus. And if I want to watch whatever, I got to get this other thing. So having to get all of these, not have, you don't even need to get them. But, you know, if you want to watch all these shows, yes, you have to have the service that it's on. But having to buy another premium channel does not put us back to the old days of cable because you're not locked into a contract. No one is coming to your house to install things and run wires. And you're not waiting for hours and hours on end for the cable guy to show up to install this thing because nothing needs to be installed except an app on your smart TV or your Roku or your Fire Stick or your whatever. And um, I don't know, it just bothered me that uh, it bothered me so much that I wanted to talk about it after I wrote about it because people just keep complaining about this. Like, oh, now we're getting back to cable because we need to have all these services. Well, you don't need to have any of them. You can get an antenna, a digital antenna, and get your over-the-air channels and watch your networks that way, right? Or you could get YouTube TV. I mean, if you're going to say that we're back to cable, the closest thing to that, I think, at least because I've never used the uh, Hulu live streaming one, or I've never used like Sling TV or whatever. But one of those, I mean, I have YouTube TV. It's awesome. But that's the closest thing to like traditional cable, right? Because there are some channels that aren't there or some other channels are behind a, a premium paywall like NFL Red Zone, right? So I pay a little extra because I want to watch Red Zone. And yes, there are a lot of channels included that I don't use and don't care about some sports channels, but you know, that's the decision that I made, right? So that the closest thing to traditional cable that we have right now in 2022 is YouTube TV, right? And if you use Hulu live TV or sling TV, let me know if that, does that feel like a cable package to you? But even then you're not locked into a contract for two years. You just pay every month or you don't, right? Or you, you know, you cancel, you turn it off and you don't have it anymore, right? So even then, like you're not, you're not locked in is what I'm saying. And so this argument of, oh, we're back to 
back to the old way of cable of needing all this stuff, all these bundles, da 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 da. You don't need them. And nobody has to come to your house and poke around and give you five more remotes and explain what they all do until you lose one and then you can't turn on your left speaker or whatever, right? But nobody has to do that. You're not locked into a to a contract. Are you saving money if you have a bunch of services versus your cable plan? Maybe, maybe not. But the convenience for me anyway, uh, the convenience of having no one have to come to my house to set any of these up is perfect for me. And I just like the fact that people think we're we're going backwards in the cable sphere just because you have to, you know, just because they feel like they have to get all these services to keep up to what everybody's watching. It's ridiculous to me. Uh, anyway, I think I just kind of did the whole piece that I wrote. But anyway, it's on the website. It'll be in the show notes for today if you want to go check it out. I think I touched on some other stuff. So a lot of people did uh, did read it, and I do appreciate that. But, you know, I kept seeing it, and I figured we need something a little more, uh, a little less serious to end the show today because, the well, the patrons got a little bonus that got a little uh, got a little wonky over there. So there you go with all of that. Next week, I hope to have an interview if I can get the tech issues sorted out. So there you go. That's all I got today. Yeah, kind of a quick hitter for you. I think so. Anyway, it feels like a quick hitter. Yeah, there we go. All right. So we did all the stuff. So a quicker show, quicker podcast, just because, well, first of all, I didn't know I had to do a real show today until uh, this morning. So I had to kind of real quickly, very quickly uh, put things together. So my bad, if this isn't, uh, you know, up to your standard for what the melting pad should be, then uh, please let me know about things you want me to talk about and uh, I will do my best. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Perfect. All right. That's all. We're good though today. We're good. We are because I didn't have any sports. That's why, because I don't have time to do that. So that's all my thanks to our new friends in case we crash their song found a home and uh, a lot of their other ones are available where you get your tunes. So go to on over, ah, go on over to incasewecrash.com for more. Tell them I sent you. They might know who I am. I don't know. They might not. They might forget who I am already. So there you go with all of that. Uh, I'll keep you posted on the, on the Born Game and Freddie Prince. Freddie, I, I always do that. Freddie Prince Jr., his, uh, his wrestling promotion idea. If there's more news on that, I will let you know. And if you want me to get him on the show, let me know that too. I'll try to reach out to those people. And uh, no, you want to talk about Summer Catchman or whatever? No, 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 no. I want to talk about 24 and your wrestling promotion. And if you're in a band or you were in a band at some, po- at some point in your life, I'd like to talk to you about that too. So that's what I'll do if we can have them on the show. Would that be good? No? Great. All right. So uh, just go enjoy yourself. Okay? Let's see. Anything else we're supposed to do? Oh, if you listen... The day before, or no, not the day before. If you listen the day this comes out or the day after, happy Mother's Day. If you listen on Monday, like some people do, I hope your day was lovely, your weekend was awesome, and you're having a good time doing whatever it is that you do. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. I love you, all your moms and and mom-like figures in the universe. Uh, Moms are superheroes, everybody. That's what I'll say. That's how we end the show. Moms are superheroes. There we go. There we go with that. We are done for today. G Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That is all. TheMeltingPat.com is where you find my stuff. The Next Level Network on Red Circle. It's where you find what's going on with all the other shows. Actually, that might not even be the right site. 
God damn it. Well, check out all of our podcasts anyway. You know the ones. You know. Wilhelm is on there. Panels of the Pixels is on there. Uh, well, there's Beyond Podcast Zero. You know the drill by now. The link of that, the link to that's in the show notes. So there, uh, at least it's on the website, I think, somewhere, right? Maybe I should I should probably find that out before I tell you. <laughs> so check out all of our shows. No, I don't know when the short-lived show show is coming back because, well, we don't have time to do it. So there you go. Patrons just saw me cough again. So we're got to get out of here. <laughs> that's all. Oh, man, this has been an 8-boiler production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. There we go. We're good, right? We did the G Love thing. We did all the other stuff, the meltingpath.com. We are good to go. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. Don't be a dope. And I'll talk to you next time. You've been inside the Melting Pat. Uh, we are good, right? I, w- I was ready to end the show, and then I thought I had to tell you something else. God damn it. That's going to be awkward. Anyway, you've been inside the Melting Pat. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Gotta get a cold beverage, I need some leverage A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice Of a spice from the top to a BK Got a back row of drinks, but cross Got the bait on the front porch, yeah, I got some icing If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time Yeah, yeah, feeling cold, and bring your own beverage It's me, so it's cold, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, space so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Need something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you look at the bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So very decorous and a colada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up on the mustard. I'm the Kool-Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.